Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Thy Strong Word. I'm Pastor A.J. Espinosa. We're reading the entire Bible together out loud, chapter by chapter, picking it back up here in Exodus, looking at Exodus 35. So God's given all the directions. He's made the promises, reaffirmed the promises, and now it's time to put it into action, put it into effect. And so we're actually going to start building this thing. Uh, so that's what we get here in today's chapter. Now we actually get the uh, the collection, uh, the contributions, and then the actual construction begins. Uh, so in some ways, we're kind of really getting back into the story, into the movement. We're not just kind of describing it. So here it is. Um, but starting us off right again is this emphasis on the Sabbath. So thinking about our work and us putting our faith into action God still starts with the rest that he gives us. Interesting idea to think about and a good one for us today as well. Joining us as our guest, we have uh, one of our returning guests here that I think uh, you'll recognize. We've got Pastor David Boyce-Claire, pastor at Faith and Bethesda Lutheran Churches in Pine Lawn, Missouri. Good morning, brother. Good to have you back. How's it going? Good morning. Good morning. It's great to hear your voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yours as well. I could well. hear it yeah. every day if I just tuned into uh, Thy Strong Word, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> well, there, there you go. It's not It's not too difficult. Mine is not a difficult voice to find, um, not only because it, it won't stop, but because uh, they broadcast it too, so my goodness. Well, uh, but... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what the Lord the Lord calls us to do, as, as, uh, as by the foolishness of preaching, we are to save the world. That's <laughs> right, that's right. Some some more foolish than others, uh, but yeah, but, but yeah. by God's by God's mercy, it all works out in the end. But but yeah, chapter thirty five. Uh, yeah, any, yeah, any initial thoughts, reactions this morning? Well, uh, if you don't keep the Sabbath, you get put to death. Wow, that's that's pretty pretty rough, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and, and us Lutherans are we're very edgy about the law and, and the proper distinction between law and gospel. So, where does that go? <laughs> So that, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the idea too. But the other thing is the is the free willed uh, donation of the people of God. You know, to do to to set up the sanctuary, to, to build all of the articles and uh, the sanctuary itself out in the wilderness. And and that's it's it's just kind of a very there's a lot of gospel, even though there's some very heavy law here. Yeah, definitely. Well, and uh, and we, we've talked a little bit about the, the the being put to death before. I think that came up in what was it thirty three, but yes. but yeah, it yeah. is interesting how it, it's juxtaposed here with the the freely offered contributions. And I think you're right; does kind of challenge maybe some of our our stereotypes about the Old Testament. Like, hang on a second is this is it is it all like law and legalism and do this or die, or 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 is it you know as as God moves you? So um, it, it doesn't. Uh, this is really a neat chapter in that way that it doesn't show uh, kind of everything all one way or the other, but it kind of maybe right. challenges us to say, hey, maybe we shouldn't be all just you know trying to pigeonhole all this. Oh, oh, ab- absolutely, and and it kind of shows how everything kind of hangs together and comes together. And you see it, New Testament, you know, in other words, uh, we see Christ also in this as well. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, let's go ahead and uh, take, take a dive into this chapter. As we get started, brother, would you open us up with a prayer? Certainly. Gracious Lord, grant us your spirit this day as we take time out to study your word in observance of your third commandment 
that we are to remember your Sabbath day to keep it holy. Help us also to see the importance of being a cheerful giver to your work. We are encouraged by the words of St. Paul, God loves the cheerful giver. We thank you for the privilege of giving bountifully to you. And now we are, and now grant that we may see the importance of keeping your word by hearing it, noting it, and inwardly digesting it, that we might be drawn closer to Christ, who is our life and our salvation. In his name, amen. Amen. All right. Uh, well, let's go ahead then and give this thing a read through here from the top. Yep. So here it is, Exodus chapter 35 in the English Standard Version here. Moses assembled all the congregation of the people of Israel and said to them, These are the things that the Lord has commanded you to do. Six days work shall be done, but on the seventh day you shall have a Sabbath of solemn rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on it shall be put to death. You shall kindle no fire in all your dwelling places on the Sabbath day. Moses said to all the congregation of the people of Israel, This is the thing that the Lord commanded. Take from among you a contribution to the Lord. Whoever is of a generous heart, let him bring the Lord's contribution, gold, silver, and bronze, blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twined linen, goat's hair, tanned ram skins and goat skins, acacia wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense, and onyx stones and stones for setting, for the ephod and for the breastpiece. Let every skillful craftsman among you come and make all that the Lord's commanded, the tabernacle, its tent and its covering, its hooks and its frames, its bars, its pillars and its bases, the ark with its poles, the mercy seat and the veil of the screen, the table with its poles and all its utensils, and the bread of the presence, the lampstand also for the light with its utensils and its lamps, and the oil for the light, and the altar of incense with its poles and the anointing oil and the fragrant incense and the screen door at, at the door of the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offering with its grating of bronze, its poles and all its utensils, the basin its stand, the hangings of the court, its pillars and its bases, and the screen for the gate of the court, the pegs of the tabernacle and the pegs of the court and their cords, the finely, the finely worked garments for ministering in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments for his sons for their service as priests. And then all the congregation of the people of Israel departed from the presence of Moses, and they came, every one whose heart had stirred, been stirred in him, and every one whose spirit moved him, and brought the Lord's contribution to be used for the tent of meeting, and for all its service, and for the holy garments. So they came, both men and women, all who were of a willing heart, brought brooches and earrings and signet rings and armlets, all sorts of gold objects, every man dedicating an offering of gold to the Lord, and every one who possessed blue or purple or scarlet yarns or fine linen or goat's hair or tanned ramskins or goatskins brought them. Everyone who could make a contribution of silver or bronze brought it as the Lord's contribution, and everyone who possessed acacia wood for any use in the work brought it. And every skillful woman spun with her hands, and they all brought what they had spun in blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twine linen. All the women whose hearts stirred them to use their skill spun the goat's hair. And the leaders brought onyx stones and stones to be set for the ephod and for the breastpiece, and spices and oil for the light and for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense. 
all the men and the women, the people of Israel, whose heart moved them to bring anything for the work that the Lord had commanded by Moses to be done, brought it as a free will offering to the Lord. Then Moses said to the people of Israel, See, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and he has filled him with the Spirit of God, with skill, with intelligence, with knowledge, and with all craftsmanship, to devise artistic designs, to work in gold and silver and bronze, in cutting stones for setting, and in carving wood for work in every skilled craft. And he's inspired him to teach both him and Aholiab, the son of Ahizamach of the tribe of Dan. And he has filled them with skill to do every sort of work done by an engraver or by a designer or by an embroiderer in blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twine linen or by a weaver, by any sort of workman or skilled designer. Just All right, a so wonderful it, passage, and and yeah. I, I I commend you for reading through it, uh, you know, from first to last. I think that helps you kind of frees you up during the course so that you can look at the whole, uh, you know, text before you. But yeah. then you know, just kind of highlight the mountaintops that you have in the in the in the whole thing. Yeah, that's right. We uh, it's it's one big announcement, right? And uh, it's really it's not as if you know. Moses is like, you know, stopping and saying, okay, like, here's this part. And then like, you know, 20 minutes later, here comes the next part. It's just kind of, he's just laying it all out there. Right. And, um, yeah. it's really interesting, like how, how that happens, because I feel like, uh, the feeling I get just reading through it again, it's like, I'm just going to kind of throw all this out here. Right. And like, right. when I say something that sounds like something you could do, or it sounds like something that you've got at home, like, and, and you feel like you can contribute that then, you know, there you go. Like you can plug in there, slot yourself in there. Like he's just throwing all this stuff out there because I, I mean, this is this interesting moment where God is just really just opening it up and saying, Hey, whoever wants to be involved in this gets to be involved in this and do this right now. And, um, I mean, specific mention too, this doesn't happen all the time, uh, is made of the women in particular there that we saw at the end. So, um, just that kind of, you know, that big, just, Hey, everybody doesn't matter if you're one of the leaders, if, if you're one of the people who's just kind of a common laborer, man, woman, anybody just come and offer what you can to the Lord. Exactly. And, and, uh, it kind of, it, it focuses their attention also on uh, that, that they are, uh, they are a congregation of God's people. And and so this is this is what this is part. It, it is all for us, you know. It, it's all for the Lord, but but it, it but the Lord is the one who is is gathering us and uniting us, and 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 you know you kind of you can kind of see uh, uh, the apostles' uh, comparison of the church as the body of Christ or the body of God. You might even say, you know, body of yeah. Christ. Of course, God become man. Uh, I mean, everybody has a part to do yeah. in in the worship of of God's people and 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 and, and I think this is a tremendous there's a tremendous gospel uh motivation here isn't there the, I mean the, the people are it's not saying well you need to do this uh like among the Egyptians of course I, I, one of the things that I wanted to uh just kind of an idea that that I thought of is that anything that the Hebrews or the the Israelites were doing in Egypt was exactly what 
uh, the Pharaoh expected of his own people. And the yeah. neat thing was, was that they're given a break if they've got uh, these foreigners that they can use as slave labor, you might say. But but in, in a sense that that was how they built the Great Pyramids through what was called corvée or forced labor, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and, and on, you know, and that was part of like the taxation of the people. And, yeah. and, and in this case, it isn't in here. It is, you, you know, God has given you rest from slavery. He has rescued you from the house of, of slavery in Egypt. And so the people are they, they're just so filled with joy and they're filled with uh, gratitude for the, to the Lord for rescuing them that they give. Uh, you know, freely. And, and, you know, then later on, as we'll see, they had to tell him to stop giving, <laughs> which is, which is <laughs> yeah. kind of unusual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know that that really, really is a, an interesting contrast, right? Because it's not, you know, it, it wouldn't be, I think, unreasonable from the Israelites perspective to say like, okay, well, we had a king in Egypt, and now we have a new king, um, in God here, who's speaking yeah. through Moses. And so, yeah, you know, Pharaoh had us do things. And so, yeah, maybe, uh, you know, God will have us do things, except it'll, you know, be more a more reasonable uh, labor. Uh, it'll have, you know, a better benefits package, right? I mean, I think that's kind of like the perspective that they have, yeah. like, you know, but yeah, we, you know, we came to work. Yeah, sure. But um, it, it's so, it is it is so open-ended, right? And And it's like the only thing that's you know, mandated, like you've, you've got to do it this way is you got, you got to take, you have to take this PTO, right? It's like, you know, so which, which is, which is really interesting, right? It's like, he's not even going to say like, everyone has to contribute this for, for the tabernacle of my presence, but he is going to say, but you do have to not be uh, slaves anymore. You know, I mean, and that, that is, that I think that says something, right. When, when, when in some ways the, the highest, and most serious mandate is for their own benefit. They are to be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. And, yeah. and, it, and it's like the privilege of being able to be God's people. I mean, they're, they're, they're just filled with joy and gratitude. That boy, uh, we, we get to uh, serve the God who, took, who brought us out of the land of Egypt. And, and as we can see, then, of course, it means that there's a sign or there is a character of those people, like in keeping the Sabbath. Right. Yeah, no, that, that, that's right. Well, let, let's, go, let's go back and, and talk a little bit more, um, you know, about this initial announcement here about the Sabbath. And we've been talking about in the last couple of chapters how there really is just such an emphasis on the Sabbath that we, you know, we, we, you might not see coming, but... Uh, it, it's there. We looked at it. It is, in some ways, what gets highlighted the most in, um, I mean, in the Ten Commandments in Exodus twenty. Anyway, um, you know, you've got uh, this emphasis on the Sabbath that you see um, in Exodus thirty three, where you know it's it's like you know above all, right? This is this is what you've got to do. So yeah, it's right off the bat, yet again in thirty five, this is the the first thing, right? It's Sabbath, Sabbath, Sabbath. And uh, he gets he gets straight to the point that this is uh, the the I mean such a serious thing. It's I mean it's got the death penalty attached to it. So uh, why, why do you why do you suppose again that you know it's here that you have this yet again reiterated um, right right before the contribution is taken? Well, it, it's a proclamation of the gospel in a sense. Okay, not not the command to 
to rest on the Sabbath, but yeah. it, it points them to what God has done. Uh, you know, God uh, on the seventh day of creation uh, was finished with his work of creation, and so then he hallowed and sanctified the the Sabbath day. And and the idea here is that, you know, if we're going to be close to God, we need to take time out from our busy schedule in life, and we need to hear his word. Even as Luther said, you know, how do I make the Sabbath holy? How do I make the day of worship holy? Well, by the word of God. And so, and so, in other words, is to say, you know, it's almost like uh, parents command telling their kids, "You need to get in here and eat. You need to get here in here and sleep." I mean, it, yeah. it's like God has to command, you know, because of the because people have a sinful nature, which uh, which is re- really working against them, and and wants to, you know, the devil wants to destroy us, and God is is has wholesome direction and wholesome law. You know, it's interesting. They uh, in um, Saudi Arabia they. Have have the law which says that if you uh, uh, steal, you have your hand cut off. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it like for instance, I was heard, uh, heard in banks in Saudi Arabia that people will leave large sums of money sitting on the table in the in the in the bank, and then but then it's because they, they know that nobody's going to take it because if anybody is caught taking it, they're going to have their hands uh, removed. You know, right. so uh, in a sense, it's kind of like. You know, the people who are the, the you know, they're the re- regenerated people of God, they're, they're going to want to keep the Sabbath. They're going to want to do what the Lord wants them to do. And, and so, in a sense, it's kind of like maybe how many people were put to death for not keeping the Sabbath, you know. Uh, yeah. and, 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 and so it, it's kind of like a, a, not a matter of what we have to do, but a matter of what we want to do. A third yeah. use of the law type of thing, you might yeah. say. Yeah, no, that, that yeah, that's an interesting, and I like what you mentioned too about the idea of um, how you to tell children um, to to do good things sometimes, right? I mean, it's like, I, I mean, this is a, of course an example that's uh, that that's very near to me because I mean, just just yesterday evening, I'm like, eat this, you know, <laughs> to, yeah. to my kids, right? But it, it's like it, it's something, right? It's sometimes it's like they're looking at something and they don't know what it is, right? and they're like, I don't know, you know. Uh, but then they eat it and they and they start, you know. I'm just thinking about my my little, uh, you know, one year old Natalie, like. You know, she's like, you know, looking at this tomato thing, right? And you're like, what's this tomato? It's not, it's not an apple. It's like, it kind of looks like one, but what is, you know, but then she starts eating it and she starts doing this little dance, like as she's, you know, taking these bites into it and she starts like just devouring the things. And so it's just like, sometimes you you just got to tell people to do something good, but it's, it's not like you were saying, cause it's like, you better do this or else, but it's just like, you, you, you've got to do this. You, you don't understand just start doing it, and then you will understand what a good thing it is. And a loving parent has to, yeah, just sometimes sit them down and say, look, you're, you're going to do this, and once you do, you'll understand why I told you to do it. You know, another thing about the Sabbath, too, it, it, when God commanded the Sabbath, he wasn't saying, well, okay, now do like I do. I, I worked on six days, and then I rested on the seventh day. But it's directed toward the fact that God set this day apart and sanctified it. And and because, you know, the, the Pharisees and the scribes didn't really understand it at the time of Jesus. And his healing of the the, the man in, in John 5, you know, they say, well, that's breaking the Sabbath. How Well, 
you know, it's only, but, you know, they didn't recognize who he was. He's the Lord of the Sabbath. So obviously, if, if they were to understand and believe that he was a Messiah, they would know he had the prerogative of deciding what is done and what cannot be done on the day of rest. And so Christ said, my father is working and I am working on, in John five seventeen, Imagine what would happen to the universe if God stopped working on the Sabbath day. <laughs> Everything would disappear. Right. And, uh, and, and, and ultimately it points to Christ because he is the one that gave us rest by his death on the cross. And then he rested in the tomb uh, for, on Holy Saturday or the, for the three days and then parts of three days and then rose again on the third day, uh, which uh, r- rescued us from our freed us, not, not from worldly oppression, but from uh, sin and from the, the curse of, of sin. And then, uh, then it becomes the churches are free to decide what is going to be the day in which we're going to set aside some time for the Word of God, and we're going to do it on Sunday, because that's the yeah. day that God raised Jesus from the dead. And, and, and as Lutherans, we, we rejoice in the fact that we worship on Sunday because we have the freedom in the gospel to do that. You know, it's not the church that changed the, the rules that said, no, it doesn't have to be Saturday, it's going to be Sunday. But it's because we have the freedom in Christ, and now the God that we worship is the God who raised Jesus from the dead. And that's, uh, and that's, that's part right. of what the Sabbath is, is all about, yeah. Well, and then your use of the phrase, you know, in Christ is, is the thing that we, we really— it's it's too easy to it, it's really it's really too easy to just take that for granted and to shortchange it it's um it really is like in the same way that you can say like you know you need to rest on the sabbath day it's like in it's really in christ and so we like we were saying um i think it was i can't remember if it was in connection to 32 or, or, or 33 but um i mean really it's, when you understand that christ is the sabbath day the, the perpetual yes. sabbath day right it, it's yes. not so much that we that we changed anything, but so much as like, you know, just like how we saw that there before there was the tabernacle, there was a, uh, this kind of tent of meeting, this proto tabernacle. Well, yes. the Sabbath, the Sabbath day was really just a prototype of the ultimate Sabbath day who, who is a person, Jesus Christ. And so exactly, uh, it, it's actually, it's not that we like any less keep the Sabbath, but we're, we're keeping it in some ways more just in the same way oh, that yeah. the tabernacle or, or later the temple was an even greater fulfillment of the the tense of meeting. And so I, I, I absolutely agree that, you know, any any rest that we have in Christ, whether that's the divine service on Sunday or uh, a gathering of God's people in a, in a Bible study or uh, a weekday service on, on a Wednesday or or anything else, you know, all of that is a part of the Sabbath day of Jesus. So, yeah, we, we, we still we still keep it. Uh, we, we keep it really um, to, uh, in some ways, at a greater degree. And I think that that, in some ways, helps, I think, understand the, the being put to death idea that it's like, well, what do you have if you're outside of the one who says that he's the way, the truth, and the life? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you, you have death, right? I mean, it, it's uh, the way I read this, right? It, it's not even like, you know, when we, we talked about this before, like the commandments, it, they're not commands. Actually, there's six command, or the, they're the ten commandments, which is to say, they're they're ten authoritative statements, and so this is less of a actually a command, I think, and it's more of a you know like these are the things that the Lord has authoritatively spoken, and, and I think this right. is in some ways just an authoritative statement of this is the way it really is, guys. Like it's it's not so much a command; it's just I'm just telling you the facts. 
and in the gospel, as you said, it's Christ is the fulfillment of it. That's the empowering God who is enabling us to be his people. He, we, are, we are regenerated so that we want to do what he wants. Yeah. You know, it, it's like your children. Your children uh, recognize over time that, that mom and dad are, are just simply trying to help them and protect them and, and nurture them. So then they are, their, their hearts are changed by, you know, and in, in the case of, in case of us as, as Christians, by the Holy Spirit through the word of the gospel. And so we, hey, wow, we want to do this. We want to, we, we just think it's, it's, it's the best thing. You know, it's such a privilege. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, and, and that's see, right. And it's sad, and in our day and age, you know, you see people just looking upon this as 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 law. You know, as, as oh, it's just something we have to do. It's something you're trying to impose, uh, you know, demands on people, or you're being, um, you know, uh, heavy-handed in that respect. Yeah. Yeah, I know that, that that's well said. And 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 thinking about law, not just as, you know, like 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 you were saying, going back to the whole idea of the creator that. That law is not just, you know, these are the rules, you know, which is the way, the narrow way that we think of law. But law is in, this, these are like, you know, natural laws, like we talk about that, right? Like, you know, these are the laws. This, this is, these are the commands that, that hold creation together. This is his design right. for the whole thing. And we're talking about design, right, in this yes. chapter. I think that is a common thread in some ways. Like, this is how God's designed it, and hey, this is how we're going to design a tabernacle. Uh, a couple more thoughts, really, I want to get out of that, but we got to take our break. Everybody, hold on. Looking at Exodus 35 here on Nice Strong Word. We'll be right back. This is Pastor Mark Azil, the LCMS Director of Campus Ministry and the Chancellor of LCMSU, inviting you to join us right here on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. in the Student Union. If you can't make it, Student Union is always available as a podcast at kfuo.org. Learn more about LCMSU at lcmsu.org. And remember, college is tough. You need Jesus. We'll help. Wednesday afternoon at 2 on KFUO. Have you ever wondered if your investments could do more? I mean, a whole lot more. This is Rahema Kavuga, Synod Relations Manager of Lutheran Church Extension Fund. When you invest with us, you not only earn a competitive interest rate, but your investment goes to strengthen Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, church workers, congregations, schools, and organizations through low-cost loans and services. To learn more, visit lcef.org backslash invest101. Concord Matters is the program where we seek to be of one mind that is the mind of Christ. And to do that, Christ-confessing Concordians read through and discuss the Book of Concord, which is our Lutheran confession of faith drawn from Holy Scripture, so that you too may be of one mind and confess with Christ. Be sure to listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Central on KFUO Radio or anytime on KFUO.org or anywhere you get your podcasts. Until we convene for Concord again, keep confessing, church. Welcome back, everybody, to Thy Strong Word. I'm Pastor A.J. Espinosa, looking here at Exodus chapter 35. 
If you got any questions or comments for us and you're listening live, you got a good opportunity here, give us a call. If you are in St. Louis, you can call local 314-821-0850. Everyone else, you can call 1-800-730-2727. You can also send a question via email to kfuo at kfuo.org. Also want to not neglect to thank our underwriters of the Lutheran Heritage Foundation. Thank you guys for supporting Thy Strong Word. Their website, lhfmissions.org. All right, so we're joined today by our guest, Pastor David Boyce Claire, pastor at Faith and Bethesda Lutheran Churches in Pine Lawn, Missouri, talking about law and, and commands, right? And uh, yeah, I think, you know, we've been talking about it for a few chapters now, but kind of really just appreciating here that you know, th- th- these commands here, th- this is not a, as much as scary as the part, you know, shall be put to death thing is there. Um, th- this really isn't like a, you know, you better do this or else, or here's my arbitrary rule. But it- it's saying, look, this is this is how I really put the world together here. And wh- when you try to rebel against how the world's put together, you're going to end up killing yourself. I, I mean, I-, I think that that's, it's a little bit of a statement of, of just, fact on a certain level when, when we talk about law we're talking about really kind of in a big picture perspective here the emphasis is not like you better work um or you know on those six days <laughs> you better you know like hey it's only six days but you you know i expect full days um or or you know hey you better rest on that day um the emphasis the first words right as you have in the english translation preserved from the hebrew it's it's six days right i mean like so the emphasis is like Guys, look. We're, yes, yes. We're, we have to work. You got. You got to work if you want to eat. But look, six days. Only six days, right? The the emphasis is on the pattern and the design, not on, you know. Here, here's this arbitrary rule. Exactly. And who is who is making these, uh, telling the people this? It is a loving Creator God who redeems them and who sanctifies them. He he is it, it is he that is is telling them, just like a loving father or mother tells their children uh you know how they should live in in and everything and and it's not you know you want to be careful about a legalistic you know that's one of the things that that you know it's just a real danger uh, so even in the church because there's the idea that well you know being being a member of of the Church of Jesus Christ that we we have certain responsibilities and so we better do them and then and then of course you know there are some unfortunately there are some denominations that that kind of say well you know you have to uh, do these things in order to um, you know pay for your sins or or you know or be you know it, it, it's interesting uh, how how the Sabbath law work through even even American history or, or, you know, medieval and modern history. Like, for instance, they'd have beetles. Uh, those are people are like officers of the law that would go through churches. And then if, if the uh, preacher was preaching uh, maybe an hour sermon, which was uh, usual, the usual thing, maybe two hours yeah. at one time, uh, that people would fall asleep. And then, you know, they say, well, hey, you know, wake up. You're supposed to, you're supposed to, uh, you know, otherwise you're going to be punished by, by the law. And, and that's, it's that is a law motivation, which is not what's going on here. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. And it's interesting that the forms they're actually like in the Ten Commandments, where they're not actually even imperatives, like where it's like do this, right? Um, you will or, do this. Or, 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 you will. Yeah, it, you know, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, that kind of just like this. Is, hey, guys, this is how we're going to do it. Uh, I'm going to do this. You're going to do that. Like it's just kind of like you know, just a, a description. And it's interesting. You even have that description there with the last bit. Um, where, where it's in the same form as the commandments, where it says, um, "You shall kindle no fire 
um, in all your dwelling places. It's just that kind of straight, like you, you, you will not do this. And, um, I, I mean, yeah. So aside from, you know, what we've been saying kind of about how it's, it, it's not this kind of just like, you know, grr, you know, do it now. Um, but why do you suppose that's actually mentioned there? Cause that is kind of interesting how you have that really kind of specific, um, yeah, a, a description there, right? Like mentioning fire yeah. in particular. What What do you think? Yeah, it's sort of like uh, the intrusion of "you shall not uh, boil a kid in its mother's milk." <laughs> I mean, you know, kind just, of just some kind way, of yeah. a, things with things with uh, things with the law. The idea here is, of course, that you're not supposed to be. Um, you know, that, that's why God gave a, an extra measure of manna uh, on the sixth day so that the people would not have to go out gathering manna on the seventh day. Uh, This this is, of course, kind of the reason why in in the Jewish tradition, they hire a Gentile to come into their home on the Sabbath in case the pilot light goes out on the hot water heater or something, you know. Um, Again, it it points to uh, the the fact that uh, part of the the curse of of the you know Adam and Eve's sin is that uh, you, by the sweat of your brow you shall eat bread and 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 th- this is sort of a time in which you are freed from the from that uh, burden that that is in the world because of the fallenness of sin. Um, but it, it but it's 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 really unique and, and tr- intriguing that different that these little <laughs> specificities uh, kind of creep in. And in that yeah. in that particular case, well, I, I you know actually I'm really uh, how you mentioned the comparison to you shall not boil a kid in its mother's milk. That is um, that's something that's really uh, it's kind of triggering something for me. I'm just I'm pondering here because actually um, I forget who who was our guest who mentioned it, but uh, one interpretation of this because it is interesting how in some cases it feels like it's just. You know, it has nothing to do with animals at all. I think it was, yeah, it was back in 34, right? And it's just ta- kind of talking about the, you know, Feast of Weeks, Feast of Ingathering, Sabbath, right? And then all of a sudden at the end, <laughs> you shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. And, and, and it's just like, what? And, and But what's interesting <laughs> is that he suggested this, that maybe that's a Hebrew idiom that just means like you're not going to, well, I mean, you know, don't mix, uh, don't don't put new wine in old wineskins. Right. Like yeah. where, where it's where it's kind of just supposed to mean like, hey, you're not going to mix the old with the new, which could actually we didn't talk about this in particular. But back in 34, that could make a lot of sense where God's saying, hey, look, these are the festivals you're going to keep. Don't try keeping the old festivals that that you, you, you learned in Egypt or that, you, you know, you heard about, you know, from your great grandpa from, you know, uh, Canaan. You know, I mean, in, in the context of the golden calf makes a lot of sense, right? They, they basically put on this bale festival, this bale fertility festival with the golden calf. Yeah. And, and, and there it's like, hey, uh, don't be trying to mix the old with the new. And, and so it's exactly. like, hang on a second. That makes a lot of sense. What if this too, uh, like, like you made the comparison, right? What if 35 verse 3 is also a little bit of an idiom where it says, you know, you shall kindle no fire in all your dwelling places. If, if this is like less a random like oh, hey, you know, I, I forgot to mention that includes fire, guys. Not even, <laughs> may, maybe the idea is it's kind of something like you won't go in to work and turn the lights on, right? Like it's just kind of an idiom. I mean, we, we actually use that, right? Turn the lights on. It's kind of like a, 
uh, an idiom for just like starting the work day, right? Or something like that. Right. Like, maybe he's exactly. just saying like, you will not do any work at all. Don't, don't even put the fire on guys or just not. It's a full day off. Don't even, it's like, don't even turn on your work phone on that day. Yeah, I think that's that's an excellent uh, understanding of that. You know, you also had like commands you cannot use the, uh, the different seeds in a in a field. You couldn't yeah. use different like a, a an ox and a, and a donkey to uh pull uh, you know pull the uh plow or anything you know in other words it, it, i think that's an excellent uh you know like it okay we start we light the fire and then yeah. all the ladies think okay now we got to start making the dinner yep. you know i mean yep. in other words it's 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 just the procedure in 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 in, in no that that's not this is a special day <laughs> you yeah. refrain from doing things like that yes yeah yeah and, and i think that i think i think most of us you know if someone's like hey uh, you're not going to turn on your work phone when, when we when we take that day off, right? When we, when we have that vacation, that sounds less like a like oh man, and more like a yes. <laughs> I don't even have to turn it on. I'm not even on call. Like you know, like it's just I, like it's actually going to be a day off. I, I I think that's really really the sense for it. So I mean, thank you for making that comparison. I think I think yeah. that that's uh, yeah. So it's less of a random thing so much as it is just kind of like God's just kind of conclusively like guys. It's off. And, and because then that we have this real, you know, freedom, this real rest given in God, that's then the context, right? That we have this this contribution uh, that's going on, right? Which, right. I, which I think, like right. you were saying, it makes sense because I, I think there is uh, gospel good news, right? That they're responding to like, wow, this, this God really loves us because... I mean, I mean, really, we, we underestimate this, but like, they did not have weekends. They didn't have weeks in Egypt. <laughs> there, when there were there were ten day cycles of just you worked every day. Like this, this is unheard of for them. Right. And and I and I think they would have been moved. And that's I think the idea, right? So it's like again and again, it's whoever's whoever's heart's been moved, whoever's spirits uh, been stirred. Uh, this is a God who who loves them first of all, and like it's not about how useful they are to Him. Exactly. And then and what you have now is, okay, God has given the, the design on the mountain about how yeah. his uh, sanctuary is going to be. Now we're looking at the nuts and bolts of it. We're looking about what's yeah. needed. We need gold. We need silver. We need bronze. Yeah. We need uh, purple uh, dyed, um, you know, clo- or, or also weaved uh, goat's hair and, and, and so on. You know, so there's, there's, there's these precious elements, but also uh, mundane elements that are needed. And, 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 you know, in other words, we need to put carpeting in our church. Uh, we need, uh, you know, we need to keep it warm and cold and, and we need to, uh, you know, have, have nice restrooms for our people, <laughs> you know, things like yeah. that. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and, and it really is kind of like you were saying, it, it, this is about the nuts and the bolts. And so it's not a, a, like a series of of uh, you know, just these like you know, commands of like, okay, do this, and then you gotta do this, right? But um, it's just this like, you know, like we were saying, this emphasis of just, hey, like, there's so many different things going on. Everybody can, you know, can have a piece of this, like, and, and involve, get involved if you want to. I mean, um, I, again, thinking of children, like, you know, I just think of my, yeah, you know, especially my little four year old. But like, man, like when we're like all working on something at the house, I mean, it is sad news for her if there isn't a job for her. 
You know, it's uh, like, but I want to help, but I want to go with you. Why can't I go with? I mean, like, give give me a job. I mean, it's, this is literally the things that she says, right? Like, she wants to be part of it, and I think I think this is the idea that that hey, everyone gets to be involved. And, and when you think about that, how you know, just think about how exclusive like worship was in Egypt and in many ancient societies. How it was just all one big mystery that's like for the priests only, right? Like, it's just you know, if you're one of the priests or if you're one of the royalty, you can be involved, but you know, all you guys, like, you can't even come close to this. But, like, there it is, like, in verse 10. It's just the, the very first words, right? It, in English, we get translated in let every skillful craftsman. But in Hebrew, it's just every skillful craftsman. Like, the, the first words are just kind of like, hey, all you guys, like, you all get can take part in this. No one has to, you know, mope like my, my poor four-year-old and say, oh, I don't have a job. Like, everyone who, who wants to be involved gets to be involved. And, and, you know, here you also have what goes on in the New Testament church, that there, you know, the Apostle Paul says every everyone is given, uh, you know, gifts of the Spirit. I mean, so, I mean, and, and now that doesn't necessarily mean that they speak in tongues or that they uh, can uh, uh, prophesy or whatever, but here in yeah. this particular case, you have uh, two men who are specially endowed with God's Spirit to be craftsmen. So, you know, a lot of times that, that's kind of like it, it fleshes out uh, like what it means when, when we're instructed in, in the epistle, like First Corinthians and so on, where we're saying yeah. that, that, that the Spirit, the manifestations of the Spirit, everything that we're enabled to do, you know, I mean, like any, any Christian can say, you know, God has given me the interest in uh, an administration, uh, you know, and, and again, I'm not trying to say that God speaks to us outside of word and sacrament, but I'm just saying yeah. that, that uh, everything that I am and everything that I may do or am enabled to do, uh, you know, is is part of that that beautiful tapestry which is creation, and that's and 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 then like in that particular case, you have these two men who are called. They are they are called uh, to be in that position in order to be the master craftsmen to to uh, su- uh, you know supervise or perhaps even yeah. join in the work that's yeah. going on. Well, and this is a really interesting point that that we can maybe talk a little bit more about since uh, we we didn't really um, as much when we were getting into I think it was like where was that it was like back in uh yeah back in thirty one where where these guys are mentioned um, but here it, it, in this chapter yeah it's clear that there's gonna be a whole bunch of craftsmen really any any craftsman who who wants to get in on this can can be involved and, and craftsmen in like a you know, a broad sense, you know, both men and women, right? But it's interesting, right? Like you were saying, it's not just kind of a free-for-all, like, hey, you you decide you want to build a this, and you decide you want to build a that, and you uh, one of those, right? It's just kind of, everyone's just kind of doing their own thing. No. Um, but, like, anyone who, like, wants to show up and say, hey, reporting for duty, you go to Bezalel and to um, Aholiab, Aholiab, right? Right. I mean, like, you go to one of those guys and, like, tell them what you're good at, and they will give you something to do. So it's this inclusivity, and yet, like you were saying, it, it's not without order. It's not without, uh, yeah, e- even hierarchy. That's not a bad word. Um, it, it's right. not without, like, this uh, this system that God has put into place. And and that, I think, is an interesting comparison, then, like you were saying, to, to Paul's letters, than to our own situation, that that God, yeah, he, he wants to, in, in a sense, redeem all of these these abilities that we have, but that doesn't mean that it's like just everyone's their own pastor. 
Exactly. And, and, and like in, in, the, in the New Testament, it's kind of like, uh, you know, just for an example, you know, you and I both know about a, a Greek New Testament. It has an apparatus. Yeah. And, and uh, there are experts that are able to uh, understand that. Uh, you know, uh, Dr. Um, Cloa at the seminary yeah. in St. Louis was an expert at the apparatus of the Greek New Testament. Oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. that he enjoyed doing, enjoys doing it. He is gifted in doing it. And so, there, you know, it, it's to, you know, in a sense, it's in a, in a sanctified way saying to each his own, you yeah. know, like for instance, uh, you know, maybe I, you know, as the apostle Paul says, someone has a word of wisdom, someone has, can, can be an administrator, you know, you can have an administrative pastor or, or you can have have a youth pastor, or you can have uh, lay people that are good at doing, uh, uh, you know, being trustees or being, uh, uh, you know, in contributing to uh, the the life of the Church of God. And in this particular case, this is all about uh, the the uh, Church of the Old Testament, uh, you know, carrying out a worship of God. And and you, and you notice, you know, and the, the neat thing about it is too, it, it is something that's precious. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things I was struck by is the fact that Jesus did not allow people to carry burdens through the the temple, or to sell, uh, you know, to sell sacrificial animals in the temple. You know, and, and this is a sacred place. You know, and and so they're being taught. The people here are taught that our worship of God is something that is precious and that uh, you know is really really deserves the best. Nothing but the best. Right. Well, yeah, no, that, that that's right. I mean, that's uh, and that's one of the things that, like, why why there is like this specialization in this design, right? And um, you know, going going so going to Paul's letters, right? Like, for instance, like in Romans, like twelve, you know, the, when these when these gifts are brought up, these different you know gifts by the Spirit, it's in the context of a body, right? And and, and I think right. that body image is really helpful for understanding this stuff because. You know, it's not like the hands over there doing its own thing, the foot's over there doing its own thing, right? I mean, it's it's all in concert. It's all you know under the direction of the head. Um, you know, like hands not doing something that the head doesn't want it to. If if so, that's that's like a you know called a seizure or something. You know, it's not a good thing. So like it's all on the same page, and and there is that kind of specialization. Right. Because right. yeah, it, it's like, what, what, what isn't, that, isn't there a phrase like you have two left feet? Right. I mean, it's sort of like you don't want you, you want actually them to be different or else it's it's no good. It's better when you have the diversity, but it's the diversity under one head, under direction, yeah, working together in concert. Right. Exactly. And, and and such a sacred duty to be able to build the the sacred uh, tent of meeting or and well you, you said it, as you said and I agree with you you know there was the tent of meeting then there was the sanctuary the the tabernacle that was being yeah. constructed you know this is where we are going to worship our God you know this is you know we you know he has has come down uh, in, to be vouchsafed or he has he has humbled himself to be among us. And now, mm-hmm. now we are going to, uh, you know, build this this uh, marvelous tabernacle for His name, and right. and uh, you can also see that they must have had a lot of stuff. <laughs> I mean, from Egypt, you know, they, they, they said that they spoiled <laughs> yeah. or they they despoiled the Egyptians, or they, you know, and in a sense, it's a kind of like compensation for 400 years of of slave labor here, <laughs> and and so they had a lot of stuff out yeah. there, and yeah. they were able to take that stuff and build a, a tabernacle. 
yeah. like this. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and it's interesting too. Um, you know, thinking about like you know, so they they have all these things, right? Um, and it's interesting because when I, when you make the New Testament comparison, you know, I, I feel like sometimes people talk about what are these different spiritual gifts, right? And so you look right, at First um, right. Corinthians twelve, and okay, here here are the different categories of spiritual gifts, and then like there's a survey, and like it's like so, which spiritual gift do you have? And uh, everyone's like, well, I don't, I don't know. Am, am I more of a healer or a miracle worker or a prophesier? You know, and, and so like you know, people are going through this, and it's like, I'm not sure that that's really the thrust here. Like you know, kind of right. like we were saying in this situation, it's right. like it's sort of obvious whether you've got acacia wood or you got gold or you got silver back in your tent, right? Like it's just that's the stuff that you got. Um, it, it's kind of obvious whether you're a craftsman or whether you're a weaver, right? I mean, I, I don't think it's—you don't see any hint of it here. Like, it's God's like, now you all, you know, take a few days to really think about what, you, you know, what your what your gift, your true calling is, right? Like, this, is, this isn't about, like, a self-actualization or something like that. It's just like, hey, like— just take the thing that's there and, and right. then it, show up and say reporting for duty, and they'll tell you what to do with it. Well, and, and it's it, it, like you said, it's not only these, you know, these high spiritual, uh, you know, like some kind of a sacred, uh, you know, yeah. uh, you know uh, but, it, but it's my ability to be a manager, my ability to uh, uh, be an auto mechanic, my, you know, even as Luther said, a, a little a, a little maid uh, who uh, scrubs the floor, and, and she, she's a good floor scrubber, and she's a good dishwasher, she's also got something from God. Everything we are and everything we have is something that God gives us, and that's, that's mm. what's going on here. It, it's like, yeah. and guess what? God let me have this nice bunch of acacia wood. I've got all of that. Uh, you know, it reminds me of there was a there is a uh, film from the you know just dates me from the late '60s called Brother Sun and Sister Moon, and uh, you know Francis of Assisi is is kind of getting his old friends uh, to uh, you know work for God or be part of the church, and he notices that what his one friend has all of these stones in his house, and he thinks, oh well, these will be very good for our church, you know, to put into the put into the church, some mundane thing like that. Yeah. Maybe I'm a good car driver. Maybe I'm a good uh, um, a good carpenter or something, you know, that's yeah. all something that God gives to all his people. Yeah. You know, I think, I think that's, that's well said. Like, you know, go back to Exodus 35, uh, 21 here. Right. And it says, and they came, everyone whose heart stirred him, everyone whose spirit moved him. And, and it's interesting, the word that's used there. I mean, this is the Hebrew word that's used for like the spirit of God, like, uh, like Ruach. But in this case, mm -hmm. it's, his spirit, so like the spirit of the person that we're talking about, Ruchol, and mm -hmm. but but it's actually the same word, right? So I mean, I think that's 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 interesting to to your point. It's like, yeah, um, you know, everyone whose spirit had stirred him to do you know, the auto mechanic stuff in the service of God, or the painting in the service of God, or the accounting in the service of God, right, or the legal document analysis in the service of God. It's like. It's not about like whether it's a spiritual 
thing or not. Yeah, yeah. Well, like like some kind of a sanctimonious. I don't want to say sanctimonious, but just just kind of a a special, uh, highly super spiritual thing. Yeah, it's it's any it's any ability. It's in the Lord in the divine service when the the pastor says to the people the salutation, "The Lord be with you," and it's and with your spirit. That's right. So they're saying they're saying carry on with what the Lord puts you there to do. Yep. And, yep. and 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 so that's kind of like as you said it's it's like his spirit or you know in other words carry on with what the lord has put you here to do yeah that that, that that's that's perfect right carry on with what the lord's put you to do what what he has stirred up your spirit to do i mean we saw that exactly. um when we were looking at some of the later uh, books in the old testament too where like it says that god stirred up their spirits so that they would uh, you know rebuild the, the temple, right, later on, yes. coming back from the exile, right? It's the same sort of thing. It's like, you know, what what is God stirring up your your spirit to do? That's what makes it spiritual, right? That it's being right. stirred up to serve God, not that it's right. some kind of, like, special, you know, like, oh, you know... Hyper-spiritual like, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, well, that's, that's Greek and Hebrew, and so that's, like, really spiritual and ancient and something or other, right? But uh, this thing is mundane. It's, it's just, it, there, there's just nothing like that, and so... I mean that that is really cool because I, I mean it's I mean it, it's showing I think in some ways that it's not as if like Luther was the one who kind of like made up like oh hey like I had this insight you know it's like there's no distinction between the mundane and the spiritual um, no I mean it's it's here in Moses it's here in Exodus thirty it, it, like thirty five you know it's uh, so so I think for us today I mean that's helpful like we don't need to do all this like navel gazing to think about how we might be spiritual. But I think uh, Paul's saying the same thing. It's like, Hey guys, like take, take whatever God has put you here to do, like you were saying, and just carry on in service to the body. Exactly. And it, and it's in community, you know, and, and it's, and, and Luther, what, what Luther is saying, you know, the monks uh, of his time were not the only, you know, are not to be the only people that are, that are doing, uh, worshiping God, but also all of us in our, the vocations and callings in our, in, in our circumstances in this life are to have the same, and, and it is, as you just said, it is spiritual because it is in line with the word of God. That's and right. That, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of it. Well, and, and I think this is something that's shown really in in the incarnation of our Lord. That you know he he, did, he didn't come right as like as like a as, as a member of the tribe of Levi as like a as like a, a Levite or or as a priest, right? Um, right? You know, he came as like you know a carpenter's son, right? Who probably would have grown up doing carpentry stuff. I mean, uh, it just it's just so interesting because you know he he comes just doing what. he's put there to do and he doesn't even start preaching right until the spirit comes and stirs that up in him at his baptism right i mean so i mean our lord himself shows this that it's it's not about because you know there are certain things that are spiritual and special it's whatever god puts you here to do so uh and 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 thank god that he put his son here so that he would carry out our salvation so thank you brother uh always awesome to hear from you Uh, Looking forward to our next conversation together. Yes. Everybody, that was Pastor David Boyce-Claire, pastor at Faith and Bethesda Lutheran Churches in Pine Lawn, Missouri, going on to Chapter 36. Until next time, everybody, I'm Pastor A.J. Espinosa. Peace. You've been listening to Thy Strong Word, produced by the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate Office of National Mission in cooperation with Worldwide KFUO, the official broadcast ministry of the LCMS. 
Your support is vital for this program to continue. You can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Thy Strong Word.